What's up, everybody? It's Candice Lodre, your favorite family life coach, coming to you again this week with your Celebrity Lemonade. I hope you all had an awesome weekend and an awesome, amazing week. Um, today, I'm coming to you a day later due to some little mix-ups in my schedule, but I am here and I am ready to talk to my amazing audience. Um, unfortunately, we have suffered a huge, huge loss in the music community, and that is Miss Aretha Franklin. Miss Franklin passed away August 16th of this year. Um, it has hit us all pretty much in our hearts and in our souls because she made such an impact within so many generations. And with her music, with her personality, with her contributions to society, that I had to dedicate this podcast to her because she has made such a huge impact within this world that she needed to be recognized and celebrated for everything that um, she was and will hopefully be celebrated in her legacy as well. Um, as I said, I cannot brag enough about how awesome Miss Miss Aretha Franklin was. And as I was watching her interviews and listening to her music and listening to tributes to her, the thing that came to me as far as the topic was lessons from the legend. And it's five takeaways that we can use from her life within our own lives. As you all know, I am huge on women empowerment. I believe that we need to celebrate each other and empower each other as much as possible. And not only as far as celebrating other women, but celebrating ourselves as women. I think a lot of times we miss miss the mark when it comes to actually being our biggest cheerleader. And we go through so much on a day-to-day basis that the average person doesn't even realize. And just walking out the door as a woman can be a huge ordeal. However, we do it with confidence. We do it with strength. We do it with boldness. We do it with style. We do it with beauty. We do it with magic. Look, (laughs) we do it with so many things. And so I wanted to um, pick five traits and attributes that Miss Aretha Franklin had that I feel like as women that we should also try to assume and utilize within our lives so that we can always be, again, our biggest cheerleader and live the best versions of ourselves as possible. So, as you all know, like I like to give a little history about the celebrity that we cover, but I'm going to do it in a different way this time. So here we go. So the first attribute that I wanted to highlight um, that Miss Aretha Franklin had was she was resilient. Aretha Franklin endured challenges and struggles in her life that even the strongest person would have had a hard time overcoming. However, she did not let it slow her down and it did not stop her from pursuing her dream. So let I'ma just name a few things that she went through because there were many, but these are the things that stuck out to me. 
She was a high school dropout who had her first child at 12 and her second at 14. So that means by the time she was 15, she had already had two children. So I'm going to let you just sit back and meditate on that. You know, some of us out here were very young parents and have actually walked in Miss Aretha Franklin's shoes and having children that young. But for a lot of us, we were able to have our children later on in life. And even now in society, you're seeing women like one of my favorite and just amazing icons, Jenny Jackson, just had a child at the uh, age of 50. So imagine at 15 having not one, but two children. It's crazy. So number two, Miss Franklin's mother left the family, meaning her and her siblings, when the singer was only six years old. And the crazy thing about it is, is that she left because of her husband's infidelity, but till the time of Miss Aretha Franklin's death, she never, ever talked ill about her mother. And she always spoke highly of her and said she did the best that she could with what she knew. Now, just think about it. You know, there are some of us that have amazing relationships with our mothers that we speak to them every day and still lean on them for everything, every thought, every (laughs) sometimes money. Look, (laughs) everything that we are in life. So imagine not having your mother at the age of seven because she left at the age of six. So with her being a mother at the age of 15, uh, with her being a mother to her own children at the age of 15, she really didn't have anything to look up to. She didn't know what to do really when she became a mother of her own because her own mother left. But still, to as I said, to the time of her death, she never spoke ill about her mother. So number three, she allegedly endured domestic violence in one of her previous marriages, which allegedly led to the arrest of her then husband who shot Sam Cook's brother from trying to intervene in one of their domestic disputes. Now that's crazy. So if you guys don't know who Sam Cook was, he was a famous singer that also um, was very impactful um, in the music business. Um, however, he left us very early on, but his brother intervened in one of their domestic disputes because a husband or then husband, I should say shot him. So number four, her father, who was a pastor was shot in his home by robbers who was trying to unfortunately rob his home. And he ended up clinging to his life in a coma for five years after the incident happened. So imagine not having your mother at the age of six, then basically living with your father and your siblings, who was a pastor, who, you know, was serving the Lord and serving God. And then he has to have a situation happen to him that leaves him in a coma for five years. Just think about what Miss Franklin had to go through as far as enduring not only having a mother that was gone and absent, but also having a father who was absent because of something that he didn't even cause on himself. And lastly, 
After she lost her father, she then lost her sister and her brother to cancer, which eventually will take her life as well. So just those five things alone, like I said, the strongest person will have a hard time overcoming. But through all of these trials and tribulations, she managed to get, and let me just list off some because there's so many achievements that she was able to accomplish. She managed to get two honorary doctorates of music from Berklee College of Music and Yale University. In 1987, she became the first female performer to be inducted into Rock, uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. She became the first woman to earn 100 songs on the Billboard's Hot R&B Hip Hop Songs chart in 2014. She won 18 Grammys and scored 44 nominations and is listed as number one, not two, not three, but number one on the Rolling Stones 100 Greatest Singers of All Time list. If that don't give you inspiration and that don't give you just the unks to be able to feel like you can do anything, I don't know what could. I mean, she is literally an amazing example that no matter what challenge you have gone through, what struggles you have endured, what hardships you had to face, what issues are currently going on in your life or that happened in the past, you can literally accomplish anything you put your mind to. She was a living example of that. And so as women, we have to be able to pull from others' stories and journeys and know that for one, we're not alone. Not going through these things and these experiences alone. We have so many women that have endured the same type of trials and tribulations. However, they've overcome them. And Mrs. Aretha Franklin is definitely in a prime example of that. So like I said, the first attribute I wanted to highlight of hers was that she was resilient. So number two, she was impactful. Now, I believe that in the last um, podcast that I did, um, I talked about the difference between influence and impactful. And if I didn't, I'll, I'll share it again. I had went to an awesome um, brunch that was called Influence Her. Um, and uh, there was a young lady um, there named um, Dr. Shauna, and I hope I'm pronouncing her name right. But she had provided the definition of what influence and impactful was and how there's a difference. And she said with impact, you are changing the world and with influence you're just affecting the world and so with no change and so I begin to change my mindset and as far as um, how I speak about what type of difference I want to make in the world and instead of saying oh I want to have influence or I want to be an influencer as they say on social media and you know I want to influence people to do things no I want to impact the world because I want to make a change. I want to make a change for the better. I want to make a change for more positivity. I want to make a change for more productivity in the world. I want to make a change for more unity. So we have to start changing our mindset to wanting to be impactful instead of 
just having an influence. And Ms. Franklin was definitely impactful. So Ms. Franklin was more than just an entertainer. She was a freedom fighter. She knew she had a bigger purpose than just entertaining people for fun. She knew she could use her gift for a bigger purpose, and she did just that. Her impact literally has affected multiple generations. She took part in an 11 city tour with Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. to fight for our civil rights and would perform for free to raise money for the cause. She offered to pay Angela Davis bail money when she was arrested because she knew that she had she had the money because she was a big entertainer at the time. And she said, why would I just hold all of this money to myself when there are people out here that's fighting for my freedom and I can help them? And she did just that. She also performed at the inaugurations of not one, not two, but three presidents, which were Jimmy Carter, Bill Clinton, and Barack Obama. So she knew that she had what it took to make an impact on the world and did not need anyone to tell her that she could. She just did it. And we must also think whatever gifts, whatever talents that God has blessed us with, that we can make an impact on this world as well. We must share it and continue to make a positive difference, just like Ms. Franklin did. No voice is too small. No action is too big. We have to stop thinking that, oh, you know, I'm just in my little bubble and nobody knows me. Nobody's going to listen to me. Nobody cares about what I have to say. Yes, they do, because God has made us all unique. And God has gave, given all of us gifts that only we can provide out into the world. So we have to do it though. We have to take those steps to put it out there. If you are a writer, start writing on that book. If you're a singer, start making those songs and recording them. If you are a life coach, then you start coaching those people that need help. <laughs> so believe in whatever talents that God has given you because you are put on this earth to make an impact not just influence but make an impact on others just as i said miss franklin did and she knew her importance and she served very well so the third attribute that i wanted to highlight was she was demanding now, a lot of times people look at the word demand as negative. You think that, oh, especially with entertainers, oh, she was a diva. Oh, she wanted too much. She was arrogant. She was too confident. She, you know, she was too needy. But demanding can be a good thing. Now, one thing that we learned, <laughs> I would say from Miss Aretha Life, is that she did not take any mess. And that's one of the positive attributes of being demanding because people know that, hey, this person has standards. And if those standards are high, I'm not going to be able to come at them any type of way. So they make sure that they come at them correct. And that is what Miss Aretha demanded, <laughs> okay? <laughs> and due to what we have learned within her past, as I just read over, you know, certain things that she's went through, she understood that she needed to let people know, like, look, I'm not going to be that person you can mess with any type of way. 
I didn't have some things go on in my life and you're going to understand that you're going to have to come at me correct. So what I wanted to do was just evaluate just some of the songs that Aretha sang for us, not sing, but sang for us that could give us all strength to be demanding the way that we should be. So the first one is respect. Now, just the first lyric of the song is like, okay, you need to come at me right. What you want, baby, I got it. What you need, do you know I got it? All I'm asking is for a little respect when you get home. Enough said. Like sometimes we just got to be that direct and let people know, hey, I got what everything you need. Everything within my little, big, short, small, tall, light, dark body. And I'm going to need you to understand that. And when you come at me, you're going to come at me with respect. And so while the lyrics ain't complicated, they simple, they to the point, that sometimes as women, have, we have to demand what we want from others. We have to be direct. We have to let them know and be confident in what we have to demand that respect. Another song was Think, which of course is another anthem. You better think. Think about what you're trying to do to me. Think about let your mind go free. Let yourself free, uh, let yourself feel ain't no psychiatrist, ain't no doctor with degrees. It don't take too much of a high IQ to see what you're doing to me. Now, I kind of butched those uh, lyrics, so excuse me. Because <laughs> I took, you know, different parts of the song to try to make the point that, you know, she basically was saying, look, you ain't got to be no doctor. You ain't got to be no psychiatrist. To understand like, hey, you ain't treating me right. So I'm going to let you know. You need to think about what you're doing. Because if you don't, <laughs> it's going to be some problems. So once again, it's almost in the same realm of respect. We have to be direct and let people understand that we're not no fools. We're not no dummies. We're not going to allow you to just use us as women any type of way. You're going to respect us and think about your actions and how they're going to affect me. And they need to affect me in a positive way because that's what I deserve. That's what I'm worth. And that's what I'm only going to receive. So the last one is Ain't No Way. And this is kind of one of my just personal favorites because I just love the melody. I love how she delivers the song. It's just such an awesome, powerful song to me. So it starts off with they no way. Oh, she just sings it so beautifully and uh, slowly. For me to love you, if you won't let me, it ain't no way for me to give you all you need. If you won't let me give you all of me, I know that a woman's duty is to help and love a man. And that's the way it was planned. Oh, but how can I? How can I? How can I? Give you all the things I can if you tie in both of my hands. So with this song, you know, to me, I feel like she portrays to let them know, like, look, well, you know, when you're in a relationship with a guy and they just acting a fool and they <laughs> doing things that they ain't supposed to be doing, but yet you are doing everything in your power, what you're supposed to do, you have to voice your concerns 
and your feelings and let that man know like, hey, I can't love you the way you want me to love you if you tying my hands behind my back. You know, you doing everything to push me away while I got my arms open trying to help you through whatever you going through. And so again, it's about being demanding. It's about in a positive way. It's about letting individuals know, like, I know my worth. I know what I deserve. I look at myself as how God sees me. And I'm going to need for you to have the same perspective. I'm going to need for you to see me the same way. So again, we need to sometimes change our perspective on different words and look at them from another eye lens and say, hey, you know, Demanding doesn't always mean being a diva. A de- demanding can mean just me asserting myself to let asserting myself to let others know what I deserve and what I need so I can continue to be the best version of myself as possible. So, number 4, one attribute that, you know, I will be transparent and say I struggle with is confidence. A lot of times as women, you know, we underplay ourselves as, you know, allowing other people to shine and other people to be dominant around us and not allowing for our light to shine too. You know, there is enough room for everybody to get their due and to get their shine and to get um, and to be celebrated. And sometimes we dim our lights whether it's for a man, whether it's for a career, whether it's for um, friends, you know, just so others can be happy, but we forget about ourselves. And so Miss Franklin was confident in every shape she was when it came to her weight. She was confident in whatever clothes she was wearing. She was confident literally when she woke up that morning to when she went to sleep that night. So while she was demanding in a good way, she was very confident and there was no mistaking that she knew who she was and what she had to offer. And nobody could sway her to think otherwise. If you thought she was a diva, she always explained like, those are your thoughts, not mine. So don't be putting that on me. That's on you. (laughs) And if you thought she was arrogant, she's like, hey, well, I got a right to be because I know my worth. And so sometimes we need to assume, again, that same confidence and know whatever we have to offer is enough and we should be proud of it. Just think for a second. This is a little old girl from Detroit. She ain't come from a whole bunch of money. She came from a broken home. She had babies as a teenager. She was a baby having babies, you know, and she was able to make, again, an impact on this world just by her voice, literally. And so when, you know, again, I was looking over, you know, some of the things that she has done and some of the challenges she overcame and some of the things she was able to um, accomplish, she had to have the most confidence in the world, even from what she came from. She was a self-taught pianist who learned without knowing how to read music. 
Now, just think about how confident you need to be. You sitting in front of a piano, they putting this book in front of you that got all of these symbols, and you just like, I don't know how to read this, but I bet you I'm about to learn how. And she literally was self-taught. And I was just listening to an interview that Elton John did, and he said she was one of his favorite pianists of all times. And she taught herself how to play. She stood with powerful people like Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., who will forever be remembered on this earth from every single generation. Every baby that is birthed will know who Dr. Martin Luther King is. And the Obamas, the first African-American president, she stood with these people. Just a little old girl from Detroit stood with these people. Another like fun fact that I thought was so cool was that um, she once substituted for an ailing, ailing, meaning he was sick, um, Luciano Parvarati. He's a well-known famous opera singer at the 1998 Grammy Awards. And she performed this very challenging song called Nassim Dorma by Puccini. Unrehearsed. Now... This was such a huge deal. And even when they were describing it, I was like, eh, I don't see what the big deal about it was. But first of all, the opera singer is like one of the best opera singers in the world. And they had inquired for him to sing this song, which is, again, a very challenging opera song for the Grammys. It was a really huge deal at the time. And literally the day of the Grammys, he gets sick. Now, he had rehearsed the night before, obviously. And so they were trying to think and scramble. These are the people at the Grammys like, who could we possibly get that could match this opera singer and his voice to sing this song? And so someone brought up, well, of course, why don't we ask the not number two, not number three, but the number one <laughs> all-time greatest singers in the world, Aretha Franklin. So they call her up and she says, okay, do you have a tape of him singing the song so I can at least know the melody of it? She's never heard this song as well. Now, this is supposed to be a very famous opera song, but you know, Aretha comes from soul and R&B and gospel. So she ain't really listening to no opera. So they're like, yeah, we have, we have a tape of him actually rehearsing it. So she said, okay, let me listen to it or let me see it. So they show her the tape. She watches it once and says, okay, I got it. When y'all need me ready. So obviously they all nervous and they like, okay, she a little bit too calm about this. Maybe she don't understand the full deal about this opera song like this opera song is challenging it has different octaves and you know you got to do all this variety I don't know those look terms let me not even go into it but you know they're like this is a really big deal basically and she gets on stage and kills it okay kills it to the point people are in tears standing ovations like it was phenomenal and it's actually one of from my understanding one of the famous 
like Grammys as far as sections of the Grammys that people remember all the way from 1998 when she did this. So this was a huge ordeal. Now, let me go back again. Now, remember, this is a little old girl from Detroit. Didn't come from a lot, actually came from worse than what most of us have. And she was able to have the confidence to say, oh, yeah, I could do the most challenging opera song that has ever been made. Obviously, I can and killed it. And so we have to have that same type of confidence about ourselves. We have to know that we can do anything because, for one, we got God by our side. And he can help us to have no limits, okay? None whatsoever. And that we are blessed with certain talents that nobody else can do. Nobody else on this world, as many people that are on the world, we all consume certain talents that nobody else can do but us. And we have to put that out there and be so confident in what we do that we will begin again to make an impact on this world like nothing before. I want to leave a quote with you that is directly from Ms. Franklin, which she says, be your own artist. And always be confident in what you're doing. If you're not going to be confident, you might as well not be doing it. Hashtag true charm. She didn't say the hashtag part. That's me. <laughs> so always remember, you have to be your own self because there is no one out there like you. And if you're not going to be confident about it and own it, then there's no point of you doing it. But we need you out there that are listening. We need you to step out of your comfort zone. We need you to be able to showcase your talents and your gifts and be able to make a positive impact on this world. Because without you, it's just a little less dim. It's a little less happy. It's a little less fun. <laughs> it's a little less productive and it's a little less positive. So we need you to be as confident, to be as demanding, to be as resilient and to be as impactful as Miss Franklin was. So my prayers go out to her family and friends. All of us, you know, just have just a little, uh, uh, sadness within our hearts because she is no longer here but she has left such a huge legacy for us to be able to live on that you know it's almost like she's still here and so I also want to leave you with that once again um I not only covered you know today with Miss Franklin but I covered um Kate Spade in a previous podcast and we have to begin to celebrate our loved ones, our friends, our legends while they're still here. You know, I, I definitely always think about the saying where they say, give people their flowers while they're here so they can smell them. Because once they're gone, you know, it's great to be able to, you know, talk about their accolades and their accomplishments and how great they was to us 
when they're no longer here, but make sure you do it while they're here. So when they do transition and they leave us, they know they were celebrated. They know they were loved. They know they were impactful. They know that they meant something to someone. So if you haven't reached out to somebody and let them know how amazing they are to you and how great that they have been to your family or to your children or how that teacher helped you to overcome some challenge or how that neighbor brightens your day because they smiled at you and said hello, do it. Take the time this weekend to celebrate somebody and let them know how amazing that they are today before you don't get a chance to do it again. So I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Um, I enjoyed it due to just being able to look over Miss Franklin's life. She truly inspired me even more than what she already did when she was on this earth. And I hope that she inspires you with the things that I have mentioned that she has accomplished and overcome in her life. If you have not checked me out on my different social media outlets, you can catch me at the C as in cat, L as in lake brand. (laughs) Just had a, (laughs) just had a brain fart real quick. Apologize for that. At the CL brand, you catch me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Again, that's the C as in cat, L as in lake brand. Um, you can also catch me at my hub, which is www.candislodre.com, where you can find my books, you can find my apparel, my merchandise, um, you can find my blog as well. And again, I love to hear your comments. Please share if you care. If you're liking what you hear, definitely share, share, share with your friends and family. Let me know what you want me to talk about. Let me know what topics you're interested in that's going on in celebrity land. And I promise I will connect it with um, the whole family aspect of being healthy, positive, and productive. I appreciate you. Um, I am thankful for each and every listener, each and every supporter. And if no one told you today, you are awesome, you are brilliant, you are talented, you are great, and you mean something in this world, and you matter. I will catch you all next week. Bye-bye.